Okay, we are live. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? So by the time people join, I want to share a story of a candidate who did the course with me, went on to get a job with the Australia agency. So here is what happened. Um, I don't know how to put this together, but let me let me give it a try. So he was hired by the Australia agency uh, for a senior specialist role. Prepared. A month later, the Australia agency felt that he'll probably not be a great fit. Therefore, they reached out to me and said that, you know what, uh, maybe we'll have to let him go. You all, uh, if you are following, uh, you know this person. Uh, I don't want to take his name, but the two candidates, one of them is being let off. So, um, <laughs> and I, I tried to ask them, like, what went wrong? Um, they said that they felt that the, he was not prepared. And I asked uh, the candidate himself that, hey, uh, what went wrong? Why you couldn't um, keep this job? And he explained some things to me, uh, which I think has learning uh, for everybody. So what he said is that, you know what? Um, I, was, I was not able to cope up with the pace and um, therefore, although he, he, he knew everything conceptually, he was not able to like, and that's the diplomatic way of putting it, putting it together. He was not able to keep up, uh, keep up with the pace. And this goes, good, goes back to my um, suggestion, my, my thought that finding a job is probably the easier thing to do. Keeping the job is the most difficult part. And unless you are prepared uh, for the for the role, you won't be able to keep it. And therefore, I'm trying to put together whatever whatever time uh, I can spare out of my busy schedule to help you all prepare. You know, it's it's funny that sometimes people um, apply and I, I and I send them my video saying that hey, why don't you watch this and see if you are prepared for this. If not, then take some time. Uh, you know, prepare yourself, watch the videos that I've shared and then apply. <laughs> and they say that, oh, you're trying to promote your channel. You're trying to promote your videos. <laughs> and therefore, uh, this is not fair. And um, so I don't know how to, <laughs> how to explain this to them. But please, you all, um, I'm doing my best to help you all prepare. And if you can, uh, you know, follow the lead, uh, please spend time to prepare because, like I said, getting the job is the easier part. Keeping the job is, is the most difficult thing to do. And I don't want anyone else to uh, fall in that spot. Uh, good news is that we are uh, bringing him to Solutions State. And we are offering him a role. He'll probably start next week. So, yeah, you know, save the day, but <laughs> it's very unfortunate. Hey, guys. Hi, Abidi. Nice to see you here. Yeah, I mean, what can we do? <laughs> but we'll do what, what best we can do, right, on our end. Yes, Abidi, I'm doing great. Thank you. All right, so we have four people here. Uh, and if you guys have questions, please go ahead and ask. Amin, by the way, is part of the internship. Uh, and he's doing great. 
Oh, by the way, I mean, um, I want to share this with with the with the channel here <laughs> that Amin was little bit um, shy. So, so I I I like put him in a spot saying that hey, I mean, you're gonna lead the call, and he has been leading the call. We have a stand up call, by the way, uh, every day at say eight o'clock India time now. Uh, where all of the interns and the shared resources like copywriters data analyst and the uh, ctm team we all get together and sort of try to sync so amin has been leading that call and what a great job he has been doing so far amazing so thanks amin uh, this will like i like i keep saying that the transformation will happen not overnight it will take time but you're doing really really great Hey Rachna, nice to see you here. So let's take Rachna's question. So when do you think is the right time to turn off an asset group? Should it be better to not turn it off or optimize the low-performing assets? Or what is the what is your take on this? How long has this been running, uh, Rachna? How long the campaign has been running with that asset group? if it's been anything less than 4 weeks don't turn it off yet like once you set up the campaign uh, don't change anything for four to six weeks let it run i know we have this urge of two months yeah then i think uh, at this point you can turn off an asset group which doesn't seem to be working but how would you know if that's the asset group that's not working because there is no asset group wise report in google ads uh, performance max campaigns Are you looking at the listing group, by the way? Hey, Ravindra, I will take your question in a moment. I just want to complete what Rachna was asking. So, Rachna, uh, can you come back uh, and suggest if you are looking at the asset? Oh, sorry, listing group, and yeah, listing group. Yes. So, please understand, listing group is probably one of the five six different channels that performance max serves so i don't know if you are um, if you have calculated the overall spend and seen what listing group is um, you know uh, getting out of that uh, traction so for example if your listing group is only spending 20% of the uh, budget there might be other channels which are probably doing better and therefore i would not recommend you uh, pausing the asset group yet only on the basis of 20% of the uh, you know data that you have so think this through okay and uh, yeah there is another performance max question from abidi let me take that one first in performance max i have observed that when we are previewing the asset group on various uh, google properties there i found google map missing why is it so is google map included like as the is it there linked in your account uh, if if so it should be there as an ad extension maybe all right so i can take the next question here which is from ravindra how to optimize the b2b campaigns so 
what kind of campaigns you are running on b2b uh, account you got to be uh, you need to provide me some more details here are you running a brand campaign and an inbound campaign and a competitor ads campaign uh, remarketing campaign what kind of campaigns you are running and then i can help you understand and do you have the like b2b campaigns are an ideal a uh, case for top of the funnel middle of the funnel and bottom of the funnel kind of uh, structure so uh, let me know provide me some more context and uh, i i can i can uh, i can help you with whatever I, i think should be the ideal case okay uh, back to abidi's question so you mentioned that about the pace can you elaborate it little further uh, i is that in relation with uh, abidi i don't understand this question uh, can you elaborate please i will take another question from glowani saya all right let me okay about the career thing okay sorry my uh, let me take this question first so i feel the career roadmap for google ads should start with internship i mean yes um i know it's it's good to be uh, confident it it's good to be aggressive but you got to like tell yourself um, where you are and are you prepared if you are a really fast learner and you think you can take on the challenge you should go for it like you know when i first got my job um, as a web designer this is back in uh, what year i think it was 2003 or 4 i went for an interview i knew web design a little bit <laughs> and when i went for an interview uh, the interviewer asked me how do i judge that you are the right fit for this role and i said don't worry <laughs> give me a chance and i will uh, learn and do whatever um, is required to deliver the work and i did it <laughs> so if you can back yourself up if you are so confident you should definitely do it uh, but if you are uh, if you are thinking that maybe you should uh, take it slow I, i mean that was back in 2003 4 right and now the things are things are different it's way more competitive so i wouldn't uh, advise you following my template uh, it's it's totally up to you 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 got to be true to yourself so the pace really depends on how confident you are and how much hard work you are putting behind this thing all right so let's take uh, ravindra's question okay no ravindra's question i have already taken Uh, I don't know if I'm following the right order here. Okay, so yeah, when you mentioned about the guy who lost the job in Australia, you mentioned about the fast pace. That's what I was. Yeah, so it's not his fault totally. I think it's partly the fault of their hiring process, maybe uh, th- that they should have like uh, evaluated the candidate before hiring properly. and um, so part them part the candidate but having said that if the candidate got the job and he should have like uh, pulled this weight but but it's okay it's totally all right um, we are getting giving me giving him a role at solution set and that's totally all right so it's just unfortunate uh, but I, i think there is massive learning uh, lesson here okay uh, ravindra for healthcare so ravindra you you like i said what kind of campaigns you are running in your b2b campaign um, brand competitor generic display remarketing performance max uh, please elaborate and then i can help you 
as a generic campaign. So there is no brand campaign. Okay, cool. I think I see what you're saying here. So if you're just running a generic campaign, I would recommend that you set up a separate campaign for brand keywords if the brand has got some uh, traction. And on the brand keyword campaign, you should be doing target impression share bid strategy or enhanced CPC keywords in fridge and exact match on the generic campaign. Uh, you can target, uh, you know, try this broad match plus TCPA bit strategy. Uh, if you've done the keyword research uh, well, you can even go phrase or exact match, uh, but it really depends. I mean, look at also your search term history and see if the there are winning keywords, rally behind those keywords and put them in a performance kind of a campaign and go after uh, enhanced CPC or maximize conversion bit strategy. And you can at the same time try um, broad match and TCPA. For the competitors campaign, I mean, we have discussed these things at length in our uh, 13 days course videos. So go to guidedppc.com slash uh, youtube.com slash guidedppc and there is a playlist there. Uh, you can watch those videos, you will understand the full context. But I'm giving you like top of the head answers that uh, this is how you should be approaching it. And uh, for the campaign to scale, you got to be like really, really uh, watching your search term history and see what search terms are working, not working. And... Uh, qualify as a keyword what's working and uh, you know add negative the search term which is not working that's very simple right but besides that um, in case you're trying performance max um, you know I don't I don't know what is the funnel that you are uh, you know using on the website if it is a form which is really simple to fill uh, try and make it more qualified like try and get uh, make people answer more of a question so that uh, they're qualified and therefore you get better lead quality. So those are some of the things you can do, uh, but give me more context of what other campaigns you are running. Uh, okay, there is one more question from... Sorry guys, there are so many questions. Let me take one by one. I, I want to answer um, this B2B question first before I move on to the next. So let me see if I if there is something I have missed here. Uh, okay. For healthcare, okay. So I hope Ravindra that uh, gives you some context but give me some more content, uh, you know, provide me some more details about what kind of campaigns you are running and I can help you understand. Uh, okay, the next question here. Okay, this is, I have already answered. So Rachna has a follow-up about the performance max. So what are the scenarios, uh, what are the scenarios where you separate out the PMAX campaign if we have three products and each product has a specific problem solving intent, should we have it under separate campaign or in a single campaign? So, now the simple answer is that if you have a performance max campaign, please understand that the asset groups can have their own audience signal. So technically, you can have all of those different uh, set of products in the same performance max campaign and have a separate audience signal assigned to each of those asset groups. And you can multiply that over, like you know, uh, you can have a combination of the audience signals, uh, custom and list, and you can test, uh, you know in market and uh, segments. So test all of them separately. Like you're looking at minimum 15, 20 uh, asset groups here. So don't worry, uh, it's totally all right to keep them in the one campaign. And the follow-up question, which is a more important question, when do you separate it out? So 
separate it out when uh, you have got like significant amount of data uh, at your disposal. And now you are at a point where, uh, you know, you are getting sales out of a set of products uh, or services which are doing really well and you are uh, kind of hitting the budget also on the performance max campaign. At this point, uh, you could be looking at separating the uh, performing ones into a different uh, asset, uh, sorry, performance max campaign. Uh, that's how I would look at it. This is how John Moran has also explained uh, on our YouTube live. Okay, uh, I hope that uh, helps you understand, Roshna. How would you start to work with a client that want to advertise political content on video? So, Giovanni Saya, this is a great question. Uh, how would you want to? How would you start to work with a client that want to advertise political content on video? So, YouTube campaign, right? You could be looking at different targeting options on YouTube. What is their conversion goal? Is it just the reach, like maximum views? Then use the views-based bid strategy, max CTB. And uh, with that, go for that. I don't think they would have any other, uh, or do they have a you know, membership sign-up form, something like that, uh, which, is, which can be a conversion goal. So if it is just the views, I would just go with Max CPB and try all the different uh, targeting options. Like you can target a channel, you can target placements, you can even target keywords, right? So go, go all guns blazing. They have a, I, I would probably, I think they would have a lot of money to spend <laughs> on a political campaign. Uh, yeah, and also on the video part, there are two types of videos you can use. One is that uh, you can have a video discovery ad Three types actually. So one, you can have video discovery ad where the video itself can be searched against the keywords and it can appear or it, you can use other targeting methods. You can have a pre-roll ad where the video plays before any other video plays. So pre-roll you understand, I, I hopefully. You can do pre-roll ads or you can do a series of videos. Like, you know, it's a, what's the term used for that? Uh, video, video sequence ad, yeah. So you can do video sequence ads uh, as well. Let's say about three three minute video, and there are five videos, uh, which drive them through a, a series of messages to be able to uh, you know deliver the message home. So if you can even try that one too, for the political campaign, that's what I can I, I can think of. I hope this is helpful to you. All righty, then we have a question from Muhammad Fahim Uddin Ahmed. Hey, nice to meet you here. Uh, this is the first time I'm seeing you here, by the way, I, uh, I guess. Okay, so your question is, I want to make my career as a Google Ads specialist. So do you recommend in beginning to specialize in one specific industry like e-commerce, real estate? If yes, which is the best industry to start? This is such a great question. And I think the answer here will be very, very helpful to everyone watching uh, and interested in a Google Ads specialist role. In... To start with, I wouldn't like, you know, so your e-commerce and real estate, these are like lead gen and e-commerce areas. I would say uh, start with whichever area where the where you can get the job for, so for or the clients for. So if, if you're working with real estate clients, that's the best way to start. If you're getting e-commerce clients, 
start there or if your job current job has uh, e-commerce uh, or if you have a prospective job where e-commerce is the thing start with that and specialize into that but before i mean maybe you are not uh, you don't have a job offer in hand right now so to start with i think you should learn everything like you should learn search you should learn display you should learn youtube performance max shopping ads all of that like concept wise prepare for everything and then go for where the opportunity is uh, before getting a job or clients you don't have much of a choice to specialize right the specialization comes from experience you do campaigns over and over and over again for different uh, clients or different uh, scenarios and therefore that's how you become uh, a specialist so uh, you know i would not say that um, pick one area before you have the opportunity you should go for whatever you get you know and it's interesting that you know i did a poll at solution set <laughs> so we were at some point thinking that you know uh, we should have our folks specialize in lead gen and e-commerce domains so i said instead of trying and forcing it on them why don't we ask them what they want to specialize in would you believe that almost like more than 90% of the specialists they voted for e-commerce that they want to specialize in e-commerce it's a personal choice <laughs> i think there was only one or two candidate uh, who said um, uh, yeah it's shivam pandey shivam pandey said that he wants to specialize in lead gen so i was like only one or two candidates i can remember everybody else said e-commerce but it really depends like shivam pandey likes uh, lead gen Uh, campaigns clients he wanted he wanted to do that so uh, to sum it up um, for him my answer is that prepare for everything because you are looking at just one platform google ads and going forward you are looking at just one campaign type which is performance max therefore there is not much to <laughs> learn here you know just just master one thing and you can use this tool for either lead gen or e-commerce i hope that gives you some perspective okay let's see what next question we have is there any possibility okay aditya has a question so let's hey aditya welcome back is there any possibility to generate huge amount of leads with exact match campaigns why not if those exact match keywords have been working well for you go for target impression share bid strategy if you have seen the conversion rate is good and the lead quality is good go for uh, you know like try and get everything that is being searched on those keywords in exact match and with exact match you shouldn't be uh, looking at target cpa or uh, you know maximize conversion kind of a bit strategy because the reason why you're doing exact match because you have identified that these keywords work for you right so in that case i would recommend going for target impression share if not then try a mix of uh, tcpa broad match or phrase match uh, maximize conversion or tcpa Uh, ravindra has a follow up i have been running performance max service based search campaigns what's the lead quality are you getting good quality leads ravindra that's my follow up question because we have seen that there is a lot of bot leads can come unless the the funnel is well optimized with higher barrier to entry which means that the form is long enough for bots not to fill and for the interested uh, uh, prospects only to fill okay next question from abidi while optimizing campaign negative keyword list keep growing what's the limit of i don't think there is limit i mean you can add a keyword list right 
shared list and i mean keep adding i think in the uh, ad group there is a 20000 limit of keywords uh, and that should uh, also include negative so uh, you are looking at very very open space there if you are if you are worried about at the campaign or ad group level like i said you can use a keyword list and exclude we have a question from safkat khan uh, safkat khan yes hey safkat nice to meet you here hi sir good to see you uh, please don't call me sir <laughs> my name is santos <laughs> what metrics we should look on while making effective report from google analytics for google ads great question safkat so think about it uh, and i think somebody asked this question earlier that why should we even look at google analytics if google ads is giving you all the details you need all the data you need to to gauge the performance like you know, you can understand how much you spent how much you how many clicks you got what was the cost per click how many conversions you got in case of e-commerce you can even understand the return on ad spent so if all of these details are you are getting from google ads then why should you even look at google analytics report and here is why and here is what you should be looking at so understand the difference between google ads and google analytics google ads is one channel right it's google ads traffic and it tells you how many how much money you spent how many clicks you got and how many conversions you got out of those clicks and out of those conversions if the conversion value was assigned what's the kind of money you made and therefore what's the kind of return on ad spent you have got it doesn't tell you anything beyond that plus you can't compare this channel with other channels correct so google analytics comes in picture and google analytics can give you lot more insight on the website usage uh, patterns so out of those people who came through google ads for example how did they interact with the website if the conversion rate was not great enough and therefore you got less number of leads where did they drop why did they drop so to to gauge to to understand this insight what you can do is you can set up goals and funnels in google analytics and you can track the like there are three four steps in the conversion you can track those three four steps and you can understand where the drop off is or you can even understand things like uh, how many visitors uh, were like they bounced off the website bounce means they went to your landing page clicking on your ad and they left the website from there that tells you that it's probably the landing page which is not working for them or you should be looking at on an average how much time do they spend on your website because a bounce can happen within 30 minutes but if they stuck around for like let's say a minute or two and then they bounced off there might be something wrong in the conversion path maybe the form is not working you should also see how many pages they visit so for example they go on the landing page they go on other pages trying to find information and it tells you that maybe the landing page doesn't have everything that they want to want to know before they become a lead or a customer so that you can do what you can also do is that you can make remarketing lists on google analytics and import them in google ads that way you would have pretty smart uh, and effective remarketing lists based on bounce returning visitors time spent on the website uh, converters from other channels you know those kind of stuff so go for it uh, these are the things you should be looking at there is google ads uh, google analytics has a lot of things to look at so yeah 
I hope this gives you some context. Alrighty, let's take the next question. Oh, Rachna says, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rachna. <laughs> I'm not the best, but yeah. Uh, I have a request to make. Please make a strategy video on travel agency with business. Uh, yes, Abidi, um, I have this request on my queue list and I will make a video as soon as I can. Uh, what's your ex experience with industry dominates, uh, which industry dominates the Google ads market or which industry you have come across the most? E-commerce, totally. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about US market. E-commerce, um, we have worked, we, I mean, more than 50% of our clients are e-commerce uh, businesses. That gives you some context on Google ads. Then there is financial services, FinTech. Then there is... Uh, then there is a kind of B2B SaaS. Um, I think uh, there is education, some education clients as well. So then there is everything else. But majority is e-commerce. Because Google Ads as a platform, uh, as an ad network, works really well for e-commerce businesses. I think better than any other platform, uh, ad network, ad platform out there. Especially with Performance Max, it's even going to beat Facebook, it seems. <laughs> because Performance Max is, uh, is designed to counter what Facebook was doing better than Google Ads. So, uh, exciting times ahead. Uh, career consultation question. Uh, okay, I love these questions about career consultation. This is what I'm here for. You all, please understand. My only purpose, my only motivation is to share whatever little I know and help you all, um, you know, level up and find a better job, you know, maybe some of you might want to start an agency, some of you would want to probably set up your own business and do Google Ads for that business. So I'm here for that. Thank you so much. Uh, okay, question from Rachna. What all the skills would you suggest to a specialist in order to level up and start seeing yourself as a strategist role? Such a great question. Uh, I hope you have watched Onkar's interview. By the way, you all, uh, we have we have a strategist in our team. Uh, a little over a year ago, he joined us as a training, became a specialist within three months, and he has gone on to become a strategist. He's now leading a team of seven, eight people, which includes the specialists and the client managers. And what an amazing, uh, incredible journey he has had so far. His interview is there on my channel. Let me share my uh, screen and show you that, that interview. I think anybody who wants to take this journey, take this path of becoming a specialist and a strategist should follow everything that Omkar has said. So this is how you go to my channel, youtube.com slash guided PPC. And uh, go to videos. And someone should be Omkar's video. Oh, it's here. Yeah. See this video. This is Onkar's incredible journey, you all. Uh, I would highly recommend that you guys watch, watch it. He, Hi I mean, he, so yesterday, sorry, he has shared his journey. It's like a hour and a 23 minute long interview. And there is a lot of insights here. But let me sum it up uh, for you, Rachna. What kind of skills you would need uh, or how, how do you level up to become a, to become a strategist? So, 
I will tell you what Onkar has done and what, what I have seen him uh, do over the last year and a half at Solution Set. Onkar is the outstanding candidate who from day one has been madly, deeply in love with Google Ads. I don't know, I mean, even I have that kind of passion or not. <laughs> so um, he was like, you know, uh, we asked him to do one thing and he will try and come up with three, four different ways of doing that. He would be like reading all the possible articles. He will, he's following all the possible influencers out there in Google Ads world. He's watching all the videos. He's attending webinars. He's attending workshops. I mean, this kid is doing so much. It's, it's scary to even replicate that kind of a passion and energy. But I think it all comes from inside. It's not from outside. I can't make anyone do that. So if you are like so driven, motivated and inspired, uh, you should like go and, you know, explore everything that is out there in Google Ads world. Um, and um, more you know, more confidence you get. And when you get that level of confidence, it totally reflects. You know, you start, uh, the moment you open your mouth and, and say something, uh, somebody listening to you would know that uh, you have the depth. And I think everybody noticed that. Uh, maybe, maybe there are uh, work cultures where this kind of uh, enthusiasm and passion and, uh, uh, you know, aggressive uh, approach is not appreciated or maybe even ignored or, uh, you know, discouraged. But thankfully, we had a good culture at Solution Set. And I have been through that kind of a journey. So I didn't want anybody to uh, be demotivated. So Onkar got all the attention he needed. So I think it all starts with that, that drive, that passion. And if you have that, you will definitely get there. Some of the areas which you want to focus on is uh, one, the knowledge of Google Ads and uh, you know, all the technical aspects of it, uh, you know, staying one step ahead of everybody uh, and trying to, uh, you know, deconstruct things uh, is obviously there. But other than that, uh, there is this team uh, building and leadership skill that you need to develop. And that is something uh, which is super, super important because as a strategist, the, the structure that we, ha we have here at Solution Set, we are looking at the strategist leading a team of specialists and client managers. If you have a similar structure, you're probably looking at a team lead role. And that team lead role uh, requires not just the knowledge and understanding and expertise in Google Ads, but also a lot of team management leadership skills, which involves being able to delegate tasks to others and trusting them enough that they will do it for you. <laughs> this is a very, very, um, uh, you know, Easy thing to say, but hard to practice. The problem with the, the folks who are really good at something is that they don't trust others. And that's, that's, that's the trap. That's the trap, you all. If you don't trust your team that they will do it for you, you will not be able to have a team or build a team which is going to actually do it for you. Let me, let me rephrase that. And give you an example. So when I first joined Solution Set, I was the only uh, specialist, the first specialist at Solution Set. I was hired as a Google Ads specialist. And 
things happened like you know we were doing white labeling and then we took everything in house and uh, i had to build a team it's been a year and a half and in, in this entire period like i hired folks and uh, you know onkar susmita and neeraj to start with and then we went on to build the entire team we now have like 12 interns and uh, i think 13 14 specialists and uh, copywriters and data analysts and what not in this entire uh, one and half year would you believe that i have worked on only one campaign only one account where i actually did campaign build you know you, you can imagine the kind of uh, workload pressure that would come when you are like taking 60 or uh, 70 80 accounts uh, from another agency and bringing it in house the urge <laughs> to do this to get your hands on it is 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 uh, is is very very easy like you know it, it forces you that hey you have to got this do this yourself not trust somebody who is coming with the one or two years of experience but i put my trust behind susmita neeraj and omkar and they have uh, proved me right i was lucky i was like massively lucky with them that that i found them uh, early on but but trust me uh, that that trust showing that trust in omkar susmita and neeraj has paid off fairly and squarely well in in this whole period and what has also happened is that showing this trust behind them has actually made them be able to trust in their uh, subordinates their juniors so task delegation like this whole story is about task delegation which is super super important being able to delegate the task and getting it done from your team is the skill you need to master the moment you uh, you know get better at it you are looking at becoming a a team leader it's it's a very very scary thought that letting someone fly your plane <laughs> thinking that they might crash it uh, because the planes are expensive and the cost of crashing a plane is a uh, plane is very very dear so you had to develop this kind of uh, trust so task delegation uh, team building leadership trusting your folks these are some of the skills you need to master to become a strategist i'm sorry guys i took a lot of time but there is a lot of uh, passion behind this process that i couldn't hold back i hope you all are not bored we still have four people here so i think it's okay <laughs> all right um my follow up question to that is how many accounts should a specialist be able to effectively manage So Rashna this is a difficult question to answer because the accounts can be of very different size like there is an account which spends $5000 a month and there is an account that spends $500000 a month how would you um, how would you certain the amount of work required for uh, managing that those kind of accounts it's also the fact that the account which which is spending $5000 a month requires way higher maintenance than the account spending $500000 a month right so it really depends uh, on the client and uh, you should uh, there is there is no one way to ascertain how many accounts one specialist can handle uh, as much as they can and depends how aggressive is the specialist so the answer to your question is i still don't know <laughs> okay um <clears throat> abidi says i want to write a blog on google ads learning approach do you have a blog site um i don't have a blog but that's a good idea maybe i should i should try doing that 
uh, that was bang on answer so excited thanks okay you're welcome um okay let's see if there are more questions okay there is one from aditya google ads detailed course ah yeah <laughs> hey aditya you know buddy you know what <laughs> i'm in a full time job here and i have so many other responsibilities uh, so i'm doing what best i can do but i think uh, i should give it give it a shape yeah if it's helping people then why not uh, okay so let's see if there are more questions here how to identify the bot clicks so abidi has this question how to identify the bot clicks so you can use third party tools like clicksees um, we have tried that it has not worked well for us so i wouldn't recommend doing anything like that the bot clicks you can probably identify uh, by doing anal analysis on the server logs <clears throat> that's one way to look at it but i think uh, google has built in systems to you know take care of these bot clicks and even they give you credit back for that so i wouldn't worry too much about bot clicks i think you should worry about um, you know bot conversions more of that because in the age of automated bidding strategy and automated campaigns and smart campaigns the you know the, the you should look at getting the right conversions and work your way backwards right so make sure your conversion actions are defined properly make sure your conversions are coming through which are qualified by making sure that your form has enough questions to ask that makes the realistic people fill the fill that form the bots can fill simple forms like name phone email and message but a name phone email message department uh, uh, in, you know and three other questions about uh, what service they are inquiring for that's difficult for bots to answer so make sure your conversion actions are properly defined conversion form is like form is properly there and therefore you are getting uh, higher quality conversions and if you keep getting that the machine learning will automatically start going for those uh, conversions uh, more and more so that's the way to go about it in my opinion okay i hope this answers your question um, we beg sing has a question hey vivek uh, nice to meet you tried posting on linkedin but seems there is a glitch oh my god why i'm paying this is a paid thing restream i was doing it on e ev max <laughs> and, and uh, i thought that was not uh, competent or uh, bug free so i paid for restream and if you're saying that this is still having an issue i'll probably talk to their support and figure out but thank you i'm 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 sorry for that that inconvenience and uh, thank you for coming back on youtube all right so i will take your question because you had a trouble there um, can i work part time as a gats specialist along with full time job after the free course if yes then how much time in a day should i need to invest in so vivek um, at solution set we don't hire part time uh, candidates i'm sorry but this is our um, sort of a culture fit that we look at we want somebody to work with us who is really driven towards uh, working with us wants to work with us and therefore has uh, everything at stake right 
you can't be just flirting with this so i'm really sorry we don't have a part time offer at this time and um, but we have the internship role where you can spend 8 hours a day it's between 6 pm to 2 am in the night so if you can spare that time you can do even 7 to 3 or uh, 8 to 4 or 9 to 5 in the night if you can spare that kind of a time frame uh, you can do the internship with us that's an option but once you come full time as a specialist one uh, if we decide to hire you at that point i'm sorry but um, part time is not an option and it's not an option because we want we want people working with us to grow like we don't want them to just sit in their comfort zone and uh, you know just get through their day and make a standard salary and walk away with that that's never been the template here the culture here is that we have the fastest possible formula 1 track and it's up to you to run as fast as you can so my analogy is that if you are seeking the countryside comfort drive uh this is not the place i hope this uh, this gives you the context vivek uh, and i'm sorry that i had to uh, give you this answer but that's the truth okay uh, so rachna has a follow up if you do a detailed course the real challenge would be to keep up with google's dynamic behavior the course would be completely outdated a year after it's published ah uh, yeah <laughs> but see uh, the course i did <laughs> the 13 days uh, videos that we have recorded together that was done after like 15 20 years of google ads being in practice <laughs> so and it was still relevant it is still relevant so probably the basics won't change the the thought process won't change uh, and the understanding uh, that you all get won't change but yeah i mean there are layers to it right like now we have performance max which is completely different uh, campaign type and it has completely different uh, uh, you know aspect to it so can somebody who learned standard search display youtube and remarketing uh, follow up with conversion uh, sorry performance max yes but there is more thing to learn absolutely yes so yeah i think the next course should be more focused around performance max uh, it could be a shorter course but it would be uh, you know <laughs> uh, could be a timeless classic maybe i don't know <laughs> uh thanks vivek uh i really appreciate that you took it positively ravi uh hey ravi nice to see you here uh, you've been following up on whatsapp <laughs> so finally uh, we are connected here on youtube i want to do unpaid internship from you ah so we don't want anybody to do unpaid internship that's never the goal like why would you and there have been folks who have said this before uh, that don't give us any money uh, but you know we want to do it but that's not the that's not the thing like if you work with us there is a stipend you will wait for that the stipend is 250 dollars per month for the internship part and you will you will get that but to be able to qualify for the internship you have to check those boxes you have to meet the criteria uh, and i have already made a video about that so please watch that video and if you qualify apply for the internship and we will give you a fair shot during the interview Uh, since i am a working professional i am in digital marketing but i want to upskill in ppc or performance manager in future so here is the thing if you can spare 8 hours a day uh, ravi 
and you meet check those boxes like i have said in the video uh, for internship role we can uh, give you a chance why not but please understand that you can't do this uh, an hour or two a day because if you have that kind of a time time available and since you are a working professional i i i i reckon that 8 hours a day would be a difficult uh, ask i would say that why don't you learn from the videos and ask questions on the youtube live and implement what you learn and if you face any challenge we can uh, you can come and join me on the live session and we can like you know i can look at your campaigns and give you some some direction hand holding uh, why would you want to do the internship so probably this this is something that can work better for you um, but like i'm saying internship is full time 8 hours a day uh, so think this through please all righty um uh let's see if i have more questions here what is meant by bid map okay ravi has a question okay ravi i sorry i missed this question i'm going to answer this now what is meant by bid management tools how to spy all the keywords and bidding strategies or amount of competitor ads so there are a bunch of tools out there there is this tool called spyfu that we use sometimes to uh, do the research on competitors ads and keywords but please understand these tools are uh, they have limited visibility into google ads uh, world right so the, the kind of data that they normalize and give it to you you got to take that with a grain of salt um, so yeah i mean you can use those tools there is um, sem rush there is spyfu there are bunch, some some other tools as well um, i would say we sparingly use it it's not something that we use it rigorously and especially in the automated bid strategy and target cpa and uh, maximize conversion and uh, dsa those kind of campaign types you don't really need much of this I mean, there is not much of a use for these tools in my opinion i mean across 200 odd accounts that we manage here at solutions it uh, none of us almost use these tools to optimize campaigns maybe some of sometimes we use a spyfu to build campaigns while writing ads but that's just about it i hope this answers your question i mean i'm not saying that uh, others are not using it they might be using it the way they are using it but i'm just talking uh, from our perspective from from our context that we don't have much use of those tools in fact <laughs> uh, it's funny john moran who is a co-founder at solutions it he is the big anti tool <laughs> every time he would hear a name of a tool he would just ah <laughs> so that's how that's how it is <laughs> but that's just us others have a use of it um, and there could be use of it uh all right let's see if we have uh, more questions looks like not um so thank you guys thank you so much it's been a fun session today and i hope there was some learning for you and if if it keeps going like this oh okay rachna rachna has a thank you message uh, am i missing some questions here probably not uh answer my question this is an awesome opportunity for anyone looking to be google ads specialist i hope everyone realizes this and makes the most of it yeah thank you rachna thank you for 
showing the light. Uh, Ravi, sir, please explain my scaling of Google Ads. Uh, Ravi, please, can you like elaborate the question? Uh, I still have eight minutes to go, so I can take your question now. I'm sorry, I, I may have forgotten because I've been through this one hour, <laughs> almost an hour, and uh, I don't remember your original questions. Can you rephrase that, please, for me? So Fahim has a question, till what date you are open to hire for internship? So Fahim, the answer is that uh, we have already done two rounds of hiring for internship role. In the first round, we hired eight. Uh, one had to go because of personal uh, his personal circumstances. So seven out of that batch and then we hired five more. So at this time, we have 12 interns with us, which is quite sufficient for the current workload. So until this internship role, uh, this batch completes, which we are looking at at least eight weeks from now, we're not going to hire more interns. But who knows? Like that's what I thought when I hired the first batch of interns, eight. And then suddenly the strategist uh, shared the requirement of more interns and we had to hire five more. So this can quickly change. So uh, please watch out for the announcement. Uh, as soon as the hiring, uh, like, the role opens up, I will make a video and announce it again on, on the YouTube channel, uh, which is youtube.com slash guided PPC. Hey, thanks, Abidi. Thanks a lot. Thanks for your time as well. And it's, it's both ways, right? I can't be sitting here and doing this alone. <laughs> so thank you for participation. Uh, Ravi, are you coming up with the follow-up question, please, uh, about scaling of Google Ads? Okay. Uh, so Ravi has a question. So please explain the scaling of campaign in Google Ads and what is programmatic ads? When should we go for Google Ads or programmatic ads? I would, so you should... If you have money to spend, I will answer the second part of question first. If you have money to spend, spend it first on Google Ads platform. Because this is where you get the best, uh, most bang out of your budget, or of your, out of your ad spend. Once you have exhausted the Google Ads platform, ad network, then I would go and do programmatic ad. I have not much knowledge about programmatic ad, but I have worked with, uh, you know, uh, publishers and ad networks in the past during my Dream 11 days. Uh, when we launched, I mean, Dream was Dream 11 was launched in 2009. And back then I was the digital marketing manager there. At that time, uh, we wanted to create some buzz around fantasy cricket. And at that time, I had worked with publishers like uh, there was Crick Info, there was Sifi, there was uh, even MSN. We did some campaign on that. And the big was uh, Creek Buzz. So at that time, uh, I had done uh, these, you know, third-party network campaigns. There was uh, there was some weird names. I, I I'm forgetting those names. So I like I have done this back in 2019. Since then, it's been just Google Ads. So I don't have much uh, knowledge or understand, understanding or expertise about programmatic. Uh, but I would tell you uh, simply that if you have money to spend. Google Ads is the intent-based platform. It's now bridging the gap between Facebook Ads and Google Ads by bringing in Performance Max. So 
And the kind of visibility you get on Google Ads is, is not something you will get on a partner ad network or a programmatic ad network. So spend it here first. Even I would, I mean, we have stopped even trying um, Bing ads, for example. So that's my answer. That's my answer. That's my approach. That's how we look at it. This is why we are 100% focused on Google ads as an agency. I hope this, this uh, gives you the clarification. All right. So that's about it. Thank you, guys. I will take a quick break here before my next call. And thank you so much. We are meeting again on Friday, same time. Take care.